This week, we have spent time with the journey that Jesus embarked on from his sentencing to the cross. We see the soldiers' interaction with Simon the Cyrene. We see the women who were grieving. And we see the words that Jesus had for the daughters of Jerusalem. Luke gives us the idea that the people who were there were not only curious, but also compassionate toward Jesus, which very well could have been true. Also, there is a strong emphasis on the judgment that is coming to Israel. And Jesus uses prophetic terms, even Old Testament phrases, in order to get his point across to those in Israel that were about to have judgment on them. While the destruction of Jerusalem would not happen for another 40 or so years, we see that there is a clear allusion to things getting worse, to judgment being expressed, and so much so that a woman would rather bear the shame of being childless than to experience what is going to happen. These strong words can be seen as negative, and of course they are. However, they are not originating in Jesus, but rather Jesus is calling it like he sees it in this instance. In addition, we should probably recognize the extreme stress Jesus was under as he was making his way to Golgotha, the hill of the skull. Jesus, being under Roman law, was looking at a very difficult day. He knew that when he reached the top of the hill, he would have the greatest trial of his life ahead of him, at least physically, if not spiritually. When we are heading into a storm or a trial, it is often then when we are the most stressed and we struggle to clearly make sense of what is happening. Jesus had no such trouble. He could clearly see the choices that were being made around him, and he used this stressful time to clarify and prophesy into the future of the nation of Israel. While these things did not happen for decades, the fabric of their society was beginning to unravel from these moments forward. This was a culture that was centered around their temple, centered around their traditions, and the sacrificial system that was set in place thousands of years before. Before the turn of the first century, all of that will be lost to Israel. As we listen to the first sermon of this series, a series that will lead us to an awakening, a series that will dwell on the words Jesus spoke from the cross and the resurrection of Jesus, we will be able to recognize that everything Jesus said in those last few hours was to provoke an awakening in us. He wanted all who would hear his words to wake up and take stock of life in a different way, in a way that leads somewhere, a way that leads us to him. Without these words, at times harsh, at times easy, at times compassionate, and at times desperate, we wouldn't have been able to experience the full breadth of life that Jesus had and how he not only handled it, but how he was leading us to an awakening with every breath, even his final breath. As you listen to the sermon this week, consider these questions. How hard is it for you to see a loved one or a friend headed in the wrong direction without being able to stop them? Can you imagine how Jesus felt watching the majority of his nation not only ignore who he was, but utterly reject him? What do you think that must have felt like? What is the hardest thing you have had to let go of? Be specific in sharing the details. What would you have done if you had heard the words of Jesus to the daughters of Jerusalem that day? Would you have been concerned at what they meant? Would you have known where they were pulled from in the Old Testament scriptures? Would you have understood their significance? What, in your opinion, is one phrase from the sermon that will stick with you today?
How can you really follow behind Jesus and become a first follower for your family and your friends? What would that look like in your life? Have you considered running a small group? Do you think that God might be calling you to lead in this capacity where you are? Do you think Jesus was really suffering? Or do you think that because he could prophesy about coming back, that perhaps it wasn't such a big deal? What is the longest walk you have taken? What do you think Jesus was thinking every step along the way? Would you be willing to sacrifice everything for others 